Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello again, baseball fans. I'm Rich Rare with a special edition of the Boone Podcast as we take a look at the American League and National League Division Series. Brett Boone, good afternoon. How are you? Are you ready for the LDSs to get going? I'm ready. I mean, those those uh, those wild card, four sweeps, you know, who would have thought? Sweeps. But uh, a lot of pitching dominance, and uh, this, next, this next round should be exciting. Minnesota sweeps at home over Toronto. Uh, Texas goes on the road and sweeps the Tampa Bay Rays at Tropicana Field. Arizona goes on the road and sweeps Milwaukee at Philadelphia at home, holds serves, and beats the Miami Marlins two games to nothing. So let's set up the American League Division Series, and we'll start with the aforementioned Twins. They take on the world champion Houston Astros. Your thoughts? Wow. These Twins really opened my eyes in, in this uh in this postseason so far. Lopez and Gray put on two pitching clinics. I think uh, – I'm trying to think, but I, yeah, they gave up one run in two games. Uh, Pitching dominance, you got a guy in Duran at the end of that rotation, kind of like the Orioles when they had Bautista. A difference maker, difference is the O's don't have Bautista for the postseason. Twins still have Duran. That being said, it's the Houston Astro team. I mean, there is just so much experience there you got dusty you got dusty baker at the helm and i mean it's just pena bregman altuve abreu alvarez who would be a mvp uh if shohei otani wasn't in the league you got a tucker another mvp candidate verlander been there done that first ballot hall of famer he's going to be starting game one followed by valdez and javier uh, they got a really good bullpen with Presley at the end, and as good as the Twins are, and man, they're a dangerous team. I gotta go. I gotta go with the Astros for that first game. Let me ask you this, or for Carlos, that, for that series. I'm sorry, 
Carlos Correa was asked about this after the Twins swept the Blue Jays and said, hey, by the way, you get to see a team you're very familiar with. He pointed out the fact that he thinks the Twins are a lot like his first Astros team that won a World Series. Give me a little, give me your thoughts on Correa taking on his former club. Well, I think Correa, you know, he's had a disappointing year thus far. He signed a big deal in the offseason. Uh, but he has a he has a flair for the dramatic when it when it gets to October. You know, he self-proclaimed himself, this is my time of the year, which is pretty bold. But uh I, I have to give it to him. He seems to come through time and time again in the postseason. Uh I I, I see the similarities. I see the similarities. They're just not quite as good as those Astro team. But this team can pitch. Like I said, they've got the real good bullpen. Uh they led the they led the American League in home runs. Um, so that's something, but I just look at this Astro team. There's just too much there. Uh, anything can happen. Obviously we've seen that in the, in the, uh, in the wild card series, but I, I just don't see them getting past the Astros and, and Dusty Baker. Let's go to the next one. The Texas Rangers who advanced by beating the Tampa Bay Rays, they'll take on the Baltimore Orioles who are sitting there as the number one seed in the American league. Texas and Bruce Bochy. We had Boach in the podcast, and that's, I think, where first uh, people started hearing Boach wanted to come back and manage again. Yeah, Boach, he got the itch. He had some health concerns. He stepped away for a couple of years. He's back. And he's one of the difference makers, like a Dusty Baker. He's got that calm. We had uh, Boach on the podcast, and we discussed managing that 1998 San Diego Padre team in the World Series. His first World Series, they lost. Uh, and then managing three successful times uh, with those Giants in 10, 12, and 14. And he said there's a difference to managing in the postseason, and him losing that first one uh, taught him some valuable lessons. Uh, and uh, he's going to take that into into this series. Not much better than Boach at the top uh, of the top of the rung for you going into a postseason. I look at this Rangers team. They're 90 and 72. They limped in to the postseason. They should have had that division wrapped up. They lost three out of four to the Seattle Mariners down the stretch. Looked a little flat. But if one thing this Ranger team has done all year, it's they're resilient. They've come back. They had a great lead. They lost it. Uh, they they had a terrible August. Uh, first bad news for them this year was, was DeGrom, who was the big offseason sign he went down for the year then you come in with a max scherzer and a montgomery at the trading deadline montgomery's been unbelievable we'll talk about him in a second but all of a sudden max scherzer's not available for at least this round i heard he's throwing a bullpen he's going to try to get there if they advance to the next round but they've overcome this time and time again uh dunning's going to be their opening uh the opening game starter for him. He's better than people think. He's really good. And then you come in with Montgomery and Evalde. Over on the Orioles side, they were 101 and 61. One of the big uh, feel-good stories of the year. The Orioles haven't been talked about for years and years. I was one of them, Rich. At the beginning, I thought this is a nice story. I got to the All-Star break, said, hey, they're better than I think they are. All of a sudden, they win 101 games. They've earned being here. Uh, Bradish is going to be there. They're starter for game one he's had a tremendous second half Cy Young type he's got a 2-8-3 on the season but after that I just don't think they match up with the Rangers the Rangers limped in but all of a sudden had a big series in the wild card I don't know Santander Rushman Mullins Mountcastle Gunnar Henderson they got a lot to prove here everybody say they're too young it's their first time in I'm kind of in that camp I think the Rangers, their experience, Bruce Bochy at the helm is too much for the Orioles. 
I have the Rangers going on. All right, let's jump over to the National League where it's the Arizona Diamondbacks go into Milwaukee and beat the Central Division champion Milwaukee Brewers. So it'll be Arizona facing someone they know quite well, and that's the Los Angeles Dodgers. This for me, Rich, is kind of the David and Goliath of all the matchups. I think the Diamondbacks, 84-win team, uh, just finished the wild card, and it was an upset, those Diamondbacks getting to the second round. But uh, their leadoff hitter, Carroll, he's something. 50, I think 56 bags on the season, 25 home runs. He was in the middle of both of those wins in the wild card uh, series. They got the number seven offense, number 10 in home runs. They got the 10th best ERA as a staff, ninth best bullpen, 84 wins playing the Dodgers. It just doesn't add up numbers wise. But if it added up numbers-wise, they wouldn't even be in this in this second set of playoffs. So throw that out the window. Dodgers, to me, and uh, I did my show with Tyler Kepner here on the Boom Podcast, and I picked the Dodgers to win the whole thing. I just think they're poised. They've, they've been at the top of that division for six or seven years now. Dave Roberts uh, at the helm a year ago, they won 111 games. And everybody expected them to be crowned the World Series champion. Well, an 89-win ball club in the San Diego Padres come in and knock them off last year. Uh, I think they've learned from that. They've had unbelievably, they've had to unbelievably overcome so many things. Urias, who's who's got suspended, he's been one of their big lefties in that starting rotation. Gonsolin, Walker Bueller hasn't thrown a pitch this year. Uh, May, their big young prospect, he's out for the season again. Kershaw still is the guy at the top of that rotation. He's getting a little bit older. They've been really uh, calculated on how they save his arm. They haven't been letting him go past a certain amount of pitches. He had another great year. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So it's going to be basically Kershaw, Miller, and Lynn, their first three. That bullpen is explosive. They're number two in the National League from a bullpen standpoint. Uh, And this team, I've watched them. Rich, I didn't pay attention to them all year until September. I watched them a series with the Seattle Mariners, and then I kept my eye on them. This team is really, really good. They've got two MVP candidates at the top of the lineup in Mookie Betts and Freeman, who've had unbelievable years. Muncie can rake. J.D. Martinez, they're going to hit a lot of balls out of the ballpark. I think this Dodgers team is just too good for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay, on the flip side of that, we have two teams out of the East that are going to get together, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, this is the heavyweight bout. Uh, for all you guys out there that just watched the Phillies uh, win two quick ones in, in the uh, wild card, there's home field advantages, and then there's Philadelphia. That place, it was like game seven of the World Series from the first pitch on. I grew up in Philadelphia. I've played in Philadelphia. As a baseball player, you couldn't ask for a better atmosphere. It was all Phillies in the in the first series. Wheeler and Nola put on two pitching clinics. Unbelievable. Can Nola continue to do that? I think Wheeler can. He's a bona fide ace for me. But can Nola back that up? They're going to get to see Wheeler once. He's got to come back on three days rest, maybe twice. 
go over to the Braves. Best team in baseball, 104 wins on the season. Uh, Acuna is probably going to be the MVP. Probably runner-up for the MVP is going to be the first baseman for the Atlanta Braves. Olsen hit 54 home runs this year. Uh, they just really don't have a weakness going in. Morton is iffy. I don't even know if he's going to be on the roster. Uh, Max Freed had a blister problem. Seems to have gotten past that. He's been throwing now without the Band-Aid, so he's going to be fine. Interesting here. In the, in the regular season, Strider, who's going to be the opening, uh, the opening game starter for the Atlanta Braves, 7-0 and in his career in the regular season against the Philadelphia Phillies. He's going to be able to pitch game one and game five if necessary. When it comes down to it, both great teams, both explosive offenses. In the end, Braves are just a little too good. Okay, let me ask you this, because the West is represented, the East is represented. I know we have a balanced schedule. So everybody plays the same amount against everybody else. Right. But there's some familiarity. Does that play in anything? Oh, sure it does. But they're both veteran teams. Uh, they've been there, done that before. A year ago, Phillies, if you remember, the Phillies knocked off the mighty Braves a year ago. This is a better Braves team this year. This is a deeper Braves team. And, and you've got a, a new Robert Acuna Jr. who wasn't this type of player a year ago. He's still coming off that injury, getting healthy. Uh, Olsen's matured another year. and This guy's a B. He's Olsen. You heard it here. Besides Aaron Judge, Olsen is going to be the next guy to hit 60 homers. He's in the middle of that lineup. Azuna hit 40 homers. Uh, they had one, two, three, four, five, six players on that team hit 30 or more home runs. They led the league in home runs, led the league at home runs by a lot, by 70 over the number two home run hitting team. Uh, this Braves machine, I, I think it's a little too much. Rob Thompson. Uh, really good and really has turned that Phillies team around. And you got a Brian Snicker on the other side, both quality skippers. It's going to be a fun series. Like I said, this is going to be the heavyweight bout of the four series. And remember, there'll be two, two, one. So two will start in Houston, Baltimore, Atlanta, Los Angeles, and they'll go on the road for two. And then if they need uh, the fifth game, it'll be back in Houston, Baltimore, Atlanta, and Los Angeles. So let's make sure we get Booney to call his shot. So Booney, Who's advancing to play in the ALCS? Houston, Minnesota, Texas, Baltimore. Who do you got? Oh, for the final series. We're going one series deeper. Well, just tell me who's advancing over to the American League Championship Series. Who do you got? Houston, Minnesota. Oh, we got Houston Astros. Houston okay. Astros move on. The Texas Rangers are going to move on. They're going to beat the Orioles. That's going to be another good, I, I think, a great series. But for me, I'm going to pick the Texas Rangers. Then out of the National League, who do you have between the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks? As I mentioned, I got the Dodgers to win it all. And if, if they're going to win it all, they got to beat the Diamondbacks. Uh, I, it's David and Goliath. I, I got the Dodgers. Phillies and Braves. Got to go with the Braves. Phillies are tough. They're you hot. You almost said Phillies. Huh? You almost no, said Phillies. No. Braves are, man, I've been watching this Braves team all year. I cannot get off that wagon just because of what I saw in Philly for the wild card game. But what's been talked about a lot, Rich, in 2023 and in recent history, it's not always about the best team winning it all. It's the hottest team. And as far as atmosphere and intensity and that 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 look in your eye that I see when I look at another player, if anybody's got it right now out of all these eight teams, it's the Philadelphia Phillies, but they're about to face the best team in base. All right, so there you go. Booney has Houston, 
Baltimore advancing to play in the American League Championship Series. Dodgers begrudgingly goes the Braves over the Phillies. There you go. So that's a take. Uh, that's a look at our American League and National League uh, Division Series previews. We'll be along with you next week for more of the Boone Podcast. I'm Rich Rare for Brett Boone. Thanks for joining us, everybody.